0: it's time for breaking bread with papa hey don't you know
1: hey it's our goal. hey it's time for breaking bread with papa hey don't you know hey it's also a show hey hey everybody welcome to another edition of breaking bread with tom papa i am tom papa thank you so much for being here a big show today with my good pal jim gaffigan how great is that He is really the perfect guest, isn't he? He loves food. Wrote a whole book about his love of food. He is hilarious. He has a new special out on Netflix called Comedy Monster. And he's one of my dear friends. So, yeah, this is going to be a home run. You guys are going to love this conversation. I would like to start off by thanking the good people at Helix Sleep. Thank you, Helix Sleep, for coming on board. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I know some of you are sleeping on some saggy old mattresses at night, and you deserve better. So give yourself an upgrade and find your perfect mattress at helixsleep.com slash papa, P-A-P-A. And you will get up to $200 off all your mattress orders and Two free pillows. I sleep on one, so you should too. It'll be like we're sleeping together. That's creepy. And we'd like to thank the good people from DoorDash for sponsoring today's program. You ever pull into the driveway after a trip to the grocery store and realize you forgot that one key ingredient? Now you have options. Get the groceries you need or a backup meal from your favorite local restaurant delivered. With DoorDash for a limited time, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code P A PAPA, P A. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code Papa, subject to change, terms apply. So yeah, Jim has a new special that came out just recently. It's called Comedy Monster. He is a uh, just a super funny, super funny comedian, of course, but he's also super reliable. Every time a Gaffigan special comes out, you get excited because you know you're going to get more Jim, and more Jim means more funny. He's a great, great guy. We've started out... Um, Back in the day, in New York, it was Gaffigan. This was like in 93 was when we were young cubs running around. And I would do these shows, these like... We would put together these different shows and Gaffigan was around, Greg Giraldo was around, and I was around. And we would bounce around and do these different shows. And we were always in each other's orbit. And it's pretty crazy that after all of these years we are uh, still doing it and still pals and it all came from those crazy not knowing what to do times the very interesting thing and i wouldn't say this in front of jim cuz he'd probably be a little embarrassed but he really is a in my opinion uh a true a true artist in the in the realm of of stand up comedy and we would we would do those early shows and he would do version like a a new finding it kind of version of his stand-up comedy today where he would he would be on stage and he would do the little funny voices and that you know he'd break into i don't know what's he talking about and in the beginning when you're trying to find it and these audiences of like five or six people a lot of times they'd be like what is he doing who is (laughs) who's this weird guy in between these other people who are who are just killing us with nonstop jokes and straight ahead stuff and Jim had a style all to his own in the early days and he kept to it and that became his style and it became mainstream and he easily could have surrendered and just went at it and did what everybody else was doing and he didn't he stayed uh, true to himself And i think that's really the key to his success so funny so great we have a great time and i was very excited because now that we live on different coasts today is a day i could actually give him my bread this is going to be a good one enjoy jim gaffigan (laughs) look i even wrote on the bag comedy monster oh my god this is now i know you're on the road right now yeah how long you out on the road you I'm home? leaving Friday. Friday. All right. So you can bring this back and eat it. I could, Or I could eat it right now. You can take a look at it. I don't is recommend it, eating it just yet. I mean, you could, you could peel off a piece if you wanted warm. to. It just
0: came out of the oven. You know, it's like, why is bread when it's warm, it, it is, <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, anything else you're like, it's not hot, but bread when it's warm. Oh, uh, look at this.
1: Right? This is beautiful. It's just for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was so happy to give it to you. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> and then because that's a big thing and it oh. it, it really by tomorrow it's going to be really killer. So you so
0: it is kind of one of those things. It's like a it ages. Yes. Oh, God, I'm so ignorant. You'd think the um, it the appreciation
1: I have for bread that I would know more. <laughs> but I'm like, bread, go, 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 go. Well, that's what was so great about your book. And then we got donuts just for fun for today, just oh, if we're wow. hanging out. Because I know uh, you love donuts. And you were so nice to come on my very short-lived Food Network show when we met at that donut that place. Was, yeah, I remember That was so I... fun. You just rolled in, and it was like, this is like Santa – Just showed up at the toy store. (laughs) It was like, how often do you treat
0: yourself to donuts? Not very often. Not very often. No, because there is, these are, I mean, it's like I there's nothing (laughs) there's no justifying a donut. I mean, I've had like I remember I had had donuts in like (laughs) two specials, and I was like, I gotta stop with the donut material. (laughs) And but there is just like i've dropped our car off and to get and then there was a dunk of donuts across the way and i got donuts it's like you go home you're a hero you are a hero <laughs> you really are right it's like you might as well have like i won the lottery but when you have kids and you show up with donuts they're like this is the best dad ever i know yeah it must
1: be like in the olden times like if you brought home like a giant what, so elk this? or something it's ju- None of these have sugar in them. No, right? these are all, no, the, these, these are, are all. just, you know, Winchell's is known for. How uh, do you go? How do you? Because, Tom, pick? you were a pudgy guy. I am still pudgy. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No.
0: But he, you, you were, you, Christian Finnegan, Segura was a fat ass.
1: Segura was gross. <laughs> <laughs> but he is a stud. <laughs> He's a stud. But and he, now I'm the fat ass. <laughs> but I
0: was working out two times a day. I didn't have kids.
1: I, yeah. Well, I was thinking about that watching your special, which is hilarious. I can't believe that you're the how consistent you are. But I will get to that. Um, but you, I as a as a chubby guy, like because I'm always been. I could be if I when you ask like, do you eat donuts all the time? No. But if I ate the amount of donuts I want to eat... Oh, yeah. I would double in size in a week and a half. Yeah. I'm, in a week and a half. Yeah. So I'm always kind of like consider myself chubby because I was chubby for a bit as a kid, all that stuff. So anyway, I'm watching yeah. your special and I'm thinking, oh, tucking the shirt in with a belt. Which one was that? Comic oh, Monster. Yeah. yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> that was
0: a mistake.
1: <laughs> I was thinking... I always go untucked, Yeah. so you maybe I can create the illusion that I don't have love you know handles. What? I um,
0: yeah. No, by the way, you look good. I looked good. Well, you you lo- I lost. You always look the same. I I lost weight during the pandemic. I I lost like twenty five pounds, Whoa. and then I probably within a week I gained it all back. <laughs> That's but the most. You, know, you go out to eat. You, you're touring. You go out to eat. Once. I mean, and they, they, they literally boil steaks in butter. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, you're like, wow, this is so much better than my steak. Yeah, because it's like cooked in butter. It's, they literally spoon feed the cows butter as they're growing.
1: <laughs> you got in my head because we were talking about how we eat on the road. And you said, I like a steakhouse. I like after the show steakhouse. And then I went out on the road. Omicron had hit, so I wasn't going to a steakhouse. Yeah. But the only thing in my head from the moment I took my wheelie bag and left the house was, can I get a steak tonight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but eating after the show it's is a bad idea. such a bad idea. It's really deadly because you're going to be asleep within a half hour after you put the last giant piece of beef and onion ring in your face. Yeah, or just a
0: <laughs> loaf of bread. <laughs> but it's like, what else are you going to do? Don't you? How do you come down? How I
1: I don't get the come down part. You don't. You no. Know, I often say if there was a mattress on the side of the stage and I said goodnight, I could lay down on that mattress and be asleep before people get up to leave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're just playing bigger places.
0: No, I think it's <laughs> Well, for me, I'm such a low energy guy that I have to drum up this energy. Mhm. Then there is the excitement of the show, the feedback and all that. Yeah. And then afterwards I'm like, I, you know, I don't want to go out partying. Right. And so I'm like a restaurant that's human. Yeah. Right. And then it's also,
1: it's a great idea. It's a great joy. Yeah. You deserve it. You you're hungry. Now, what do you do? Like, all right. So where were you? So I was in Austin and Tucson and both nights, I didn't have an opener for either show because of Omicrud. I was just like, I just went out and did an hour and a half by myself. Oh, that's I was totally alone. So I went and did the shows and then said goodnight, didn't do any book signings or anything, just yeah. went back to the hotel room, got a little snack, like something, nuts or whatever, yeah. and just went back and sat in the hotel. And yeah. it sounds kind of sad and small. Oh, it does. <laughs> But it was so joyous at the same time. Well, there is... (laughs) Because, you know, you're with your family all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah. There is something about that decompression that is so so valuable that, like, my wife never gets. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's that, yeah, that downtime is pretty important. Like just sitting alone? Yeah, that battery, you have to sit back and watch. It's so weird to watch tv with commercials you're like (laughs) look at me watching commercials like a loser or just picking what the tv says
1: is on yeah
0: (laughs) you can't find you know like there's no guide you know there's it's like also just the whole notion of like like people don't realize how hard we have it (laughs) we have to figure out how different showers work like, there's, you're like, what is this knob? Is this knob, oh, my gosh, I burned my arm. Oh, more red should be more hot. Right? It's just like, and then you're like, oh, is this hotter? Or this is, and then you've been making it colder, and you're like, all right, this is, no, now it's off. Right. There's different knobs, and it's like, the shower, what about the, sh- the water that comes out of the wall? Do we need that? Like, are people like, you know what? Water coming out your wall, you know, yeah, hitting you in the belly.
1: I love the you've done a big show and you you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Everybody was loving you, and then you get back and you turn the shower on, and that one with the hose attached is twisted right at <laughs> yeah. your face. It's so, so yeah. <laughs> all right, big shot. It's brutal. There, there you go. But so you, um,
0: you did Austin and Tucson, yeah. Obviously, it would have made more sense to do Austin and another Texas city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there's big cities in Texas, one of which is Dallas and Houston, or right. you could have gone to Oklahoma, but you're like, you know what? Let's go all the way over. Uh-
1: <laughs> yeah. Where I have to connect in Dallas to oh, get there. No. Yeah. So by the whole day is just travel and, yeah, dumb. It was dumb. I feel but like great.
0: airports is where. That's I feel like not so much the planes but airports you're just like I'm getting that here. I'm getting covid here. I'm getting it twice. I know.
1: Right. I know. I know. I feel like I feel like uh my my red alert is any bar or restaurant with a bar in it on the road. Right. Like that if I go in there, I'm hungry, but if I go in there, I'm definitely getting a bunch of things. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah i just uh i kind of danced around it did you catch it i actually when i did rogan's thing i you know
0: the i did a neg, i had a negative test and then someone in his empire was getting <laughs> um, an antibody test and they're like do you want an antibody test i'm like sure and so they, it said I had it. I don't know. They could have told me anything. They mm-hmm. could have been like, you're French. And I'm like, really? Okay. I really don't know.
1: <laughs> it's at Rogan. And we it's, must have the top science. <laughs> it's, no, he has his own nurse. <laughs> I know. He has
0: his own nurse. Yeah,
1: you go in, you get tested. It's amazing. And he gets tested he every gets, day, too. Yeah. Think about how many podcasts he does in a week. Like He's had more tests than anyone. It's it's just so unbelievable. It's but like, it said you had the... It said COVID I had had that?
0: it at one point.
1: Oh, at one point. So you have antibodies.
0: Yes. So uh, And I think the antibodies, um, you have them for six months. I don't know. We should know mm-hmm. by now. Mm. It's like COVID is kind of like a wine menu. Like, given how much <laughs> I've been around it, I should know a little. <laughs> <laughs> like, I should have picked up something. Like, uh, But I'm still at like... <laughs> There's red and there's white and right. there's a rose. Egg. That's all I know. <laughs> right.
1: right. And champagne just, is like
0: if you want a headache in an hour.
1: Just someone tell me what to do. Yeah. Someone I don't know. just tell me what I'm supposed to do and get this book out of my hands. I do feel my optimistic part uh, part of me cuz New York is starting to come down. Yeah. New Jersey's starting to come down. This seems like the South Africa model. It seems like between the vaccine and everybody getting it I feel like this is kind of the end of it i feel like omicron was the friday the 13th where you killed the bad guy and then they pop out of the tub one last time well that's what's <laughs> so funny it's like omicron i my thing was
0: that omicron is um is like a dateline episode mm-hmm. it's like they're like there's this thing coming and you're like what and they're like it's called omicron and you're like what is it and they're like After this commercial break. And you're like, well, and then they're like, there's this thing coming, Omicron. We don't know. It's from South Africa. And we're going to, and you're like, what else? We'll tell you later. And you're like, just tell me what it is. And they're like, it could be nothing. Or it could be unbelievable. And you're like, what is it? And they're like, when we come back. <laughs> right? Yeah. And we still yeah. don't know. They're like, we either it, was, it either's gonna make everyone have it and we're all gonna be happy. Yeah. Or it's just soften us up so that
1: we're all gonna die. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: It's either one of those. But possibly neither.
1: <laughs> How much of you right now is thinking that donut was really good and went really fast. It's almost like I didn't have it. Right. I could just have another donut. Yeah. I mean, I could, you know, if I was alone in my room, I'd
0: be, I would be down to one or two and I'd be like, well, there's only one or two a <laughs> lot. <Yeah. laughs>
1: what I love of watching your uh, Instagram when you're on the road is, you know, you you wrote a great book on food. Everyone knows from your acts how much you love food. You love oh, yeah. food. Oh, and yeah. But not everybody. But it really takes at this point someone to really, really shower you with something great. And then you post it up on Instagram. So oh, I yeah. know whenever there's a food thing, it's like, I should be writing this down. Because this in Wisconsin oh, yeah. is, oh. more, is more special than anything. Yeah.
0: No, there is... Um, I mean it's fun
1: to you must get food all the time right? I get I, yeah the, the scary part about mine is because I bake is oh, a lot of bake. home baked things Oh really yeah that's so it's
0: kind of a little iffy right
1: It's a little iffy and I tell everyone that I don't eat it but I do right
0: <laughs> And so that's you go back to your hotel room with you ever get like a gift basket and you're like, all right, I'm going to bring this back. My kids love this stuff. And then I'm like, you know, it's not going to fit my bag. <laughs> right? So I'm like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The one great thing that you hooked me up with was the uh, the Kringle. Oh, yeah, the Kringle. The Kringle. That's a special thing, That right? is a special thing. And um, I saw... I don't know if I got it this year, actually, now that I think of it. I did
0: shows in November... Uh, it's Kringle dot com. Like if we talk about it now, now we'll get. They'll send us kringles. <laughs> They're so good. So, but I never uh, even knew what they were until they yeah, showed I up. Yeah, I didn't either. My <laughs> wife was, you know, she had a pregnancy craving. I don't know which pregnancy it was, but mm-hmm. she was like, "I need a Kringle," and I'm like, "I don't even know what that is." <laughs> and we had, and then I realized it was the thing. You know, like Wisconsin, they just. You wake up, you have a Kringle, you eat cheese all day. There's just a cheese tray. Right. I think in Italy it's like that.
1: There's cheese. Yeah.
0: Just out. It's just like, not
1: cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin's all yeah. Yeah. bright orange cheese. Oh, but
0: it's just amazing.
1: It really is. There was a I had a run where I was staying in the state and did a couple. Yeah. And uh and it was like late fall. It was oh, like yeah. the leaves were all changing and it just seemed like they had set the tour up with, you go to this bakery, and then you stop at that yeah. bakery, and then you'll be at the show. And then the next day, oh, you go yeah. to this little home place.
0: Well, because you are so... I'm impressed that you've held the weight off, because I know that when I did um, my book about food, yeah, you get in that mindset thinking about food, and All mine was time. also like trying local specialties. And there's so many specialties that are not in my book. But like, <laughs> and then people are like, you got to go here. And you're like, oh, I got to go here. And then you just end up like eating all the time. Like, I know it's not just people giving you food. It's like your your subconscious is always like, oh, there's an amazing bakery in Albany, New York. Maybe I should go there. And you're like, "I know you don't it's, need to go there.
1: It's really true. But because you're in the bakery thing. Yeah, you're thinking about it all the time. I know that guy who did Man vs. Food. Remember that show? The first guy, because I think the first guy. Yeah, the first guy. He just bailed. He's like, I'm gonna die. (laughs) He had. He he would have a physician on the road with him, and they would. Yeah, they would take like his blood pressure all the time, and yeah, it was like a big health concern. Like he, it was going to food was winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he was.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. There would be, like, that's one of those things that seems like in the future, it would be like, how irresponsible for a network to allow that. (laughs) Right Right now, we're like, who cares? A fat guy dies. But (laughs) who's the next host? (laughs) But I think he quit. (laughs) He did quit. And then there was another guy. Yeah.
1: And who looks a little like you, I think. He does. Yeah, I think he looked a little good looking. Yeah, he was very handsome. By the way, McConaughey-esque.
0: People think that I look like you. For real? I've seen that on... Maybe (laughs) because we're both, you know... Glasses. Glasses, and we don't say fuck. Or have hair. um, Or have hair.
1: (laughs) Or we're friends with crazy people. (laughs) I was watching a comedian the other day. A a well-known comedian. Yeah. And um, he's successful. And he was telling a joke that was pretty, you know, just regular material about whatever. But he he dropped f-bombs pretty much every fifth word yeah the the effect that that has on the on the act so he's seen as an edgy guy right but the joke was literally like sprinkles on donuts are crazy right right?" but he but putting the f-bomb in every other thing he's not us he's right edgy he's like if we're a teenager if i was a teenage kid i'd be like oh this guy's pretty cool right you know what i mean
0: right it is it's and that goes along with the authenticity thing Mm -hmm. it probably appears authentic for him right Mm, yeah yeah it does whereas if we did it it's like it's like yeah it's like me and uh like (laughs) i did a show in milwaukee and they gave me a harley davidson jacket and i'm like i can't wear this you know what I mean? <laughs> like if I wore, if I wore it, people would be like, "No, just take that off." Do you know what right. I mean? Because it's an authenticity thing. <laughs> right. you know what I mean, but like, what are you doing? I have material about motorcycles that I know nothing about but like, people don't even need to guess, <laughs> right? They're like, "No, he doesn't. He's he doesn't. He, I wouldn't like if there's like." There's a disaster. We need someone to ride a motorcycle. People are like, well, obviously not Jim Gaffigan. Do
1: you (laughs) know what I mean? Is that
0: three-year-old? How's the balance on the three-year-old? And so, but it's the authenticity thing. It is. I don't know if I talked about this with you and Fortune, but the whole thing of, I think that, and this is totally, uh, you know, there's other issues, but I think that for clean comics, Mm -hmm. there is a big disadvantage Because we will never get the attribute or the adjective edgy. And I think Mm -hmm. that, like, that is a, it's, you know, uh, it's what everyone wants. You want a little edge. Right. But my theory is that, like, Seinfeld, point of view, like, it should be point of view. Right. But, but edge is kind of a lazy thing it's kind of like Mm -hmm. uh the equivalent of like saying to a teenage boy there's gonna be a woman in a tight sweater do you know what i mean does that make sense yeah
1: no 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 it's true because you could be talking about i
0: don't want the baker to feel bad.
1: (laughs) you could be talking about the same things and but if you aren't if because if you sometimes i'll get reviews that say something something like um He's a, he's clean or he talks about family, but letting the reader know this material is like pretty provocative where this is like, it is, it does have some edge to it. Like, you're right. Like the first half of it, if you say that, then everybody just thinks, well, it must be just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. But it really has, you know, when you see Brian Regan ranting about something, he's He's angry. Yes. <laughs> you know what He's I mean? He's
0: just doing it in Brian's way. Right. Which, and if Brian... It's like, you don't want to see... I don't know if I want to see
1: Brian angry.
0: <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel
1: bad. Yeah. No, in the same way, like, you can't wear the Harley Davidson jacket. I remember early on at the Comedy Cellar going on after a tell when I first got down there. And I was like, well, I've got to... I've got to... I've got to lean against the wall and curse. Yeah. The audience, who didn't know me from Adam was like, what are you doing? Like you could feel them be like, that's not you. You know what I mean? Right, and I right. don't I don't curse really my, all day long, so why would I get on stage yeah. and start doing it?
0: Yeah, it is so interesting.
1: Yeah. The um but that's my But I wonder out. if it's a calculated thing with some with some of the, some acts. Like they know that by by filling your act filling the act with that you are talking to a different audience you're expanding oh the God, audience that's insane which one that chocolate one yeah that's too insane i don't know what they're doing it <laughs> is that looks like it's yeah that looks like they dipped it three times in chocolate it's it's all kinds of amazing <laughs> all right i'll all taste it
0: of, yeah um do you, do you ever do now that now we when just you're go home? into a sugar coma when like you, the last <laughs> half of the episode <laughs>
1: you ever do it at home when there's donuts around and you just eat one donut like over an hour just taking two 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 little pieces that's another good dad move go to do the regular shopping and get like just the entenmann's chocolate donut box and just drop it on just drop it on the counter who did this (laughs) (laughs) My wife comes in, who did this? (laughs) You know, I'm going to be the one eating all of it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's good, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But
0: it's just all sugar, right? We're just responding to sugar.
1: Yeah, and love. And love. All right, you've got back-to-back meetings, you have errands to run and chores to take care of. What's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. You get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered to you. Uh, The pandemic started me off using services to try and get things delivered to my home, and it really changed my entire thinking. Because by the time I get home and you're walking the dogs and you're seeing your kids and you've got all your work to do, what is wrong with having a little help, especially from a good company like DoorDash, who can run to the store, get the stuff that you need and bring it back to you, or just get you the entire meal and bring it to you? They're really a great company. You get what you want to eat right now and right to your door with DoorDash, along with the restaurants you love. You can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, other household items in under an hour. Craving late night ice cream? Donuts? Maybe Tom's bread? Maybe you just need to stock up for the week. With DoorDash, you get everything with one easy-to-use app. There are over 300,000 partners You can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from a favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and the Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is easy, and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. For a limited time, our listeners listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code PAPA. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code PAPA, P-A-P-A, for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply, good company, solid, you need a partner, you need your stuff, there you go, you've got it all down. And then, when you get all tired... And it's time to go to sleep at night. Who do we call on? Our good friends at Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep. Now I had an old mattress. It was big and it was lumpy. And it wasn't really uh, a great thing to sleep on. And then we kept saying, should we get a new mattress? And that went on probably for five years. (laughs) It's just one of those things you know you should do, but for some reason you don't pull the trigger such a dumb thing. Sleep is so important. You really need good sleep. And there's so many reasons to not get good sleep, especially in the last two years. (laughs) Enough worries and eating wrong or drinking too much or whatever you have. There's a lot of things fighting against good sleep. It shouldn't be your mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. We took this. My wife and I had two different needs. We had two different results. And they gave us a mattress that satisfied both of us. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus plus size folks. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched. And my wife and I are sleeping well. The mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't need to get go to the mattress store ever again. Vote of the number one best overall mattress. Pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. There's a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You cannot lose. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and Two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Papa. Helixsleep.com slash Papa. P a p a. Back to Jim. You ever think I'm just going for it and going to like John Panette size? He was so funny. Yeah, so funny. God, I saw him recently. They were playing all these comics, and I never really get to sit and watch. And I, yeah, and there was a bunch of comics from that era, and he was the funniest of all of them. He was so much better written than I remember. Really? Yeah, he was so colorful with his language, and really painting a picture. And then he had the the act behind it of his just. Well,
0: he also the theatrics. Yeah, he sing. Yeah, the voices. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, he was he was a special guy. I mean, he was like, I remember one time for his birthday, I middled for him, and it was his birthday, and he was like, "Come on, let's 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 go to a strip club," and I'm like, "Really? Okay." And he gave me like I think fifty dollars uh-huh. for the strip club, and I'm like, "What a great guy!" <laughs> this is such a weird story. <laughs> you like, and then we and then we murdered a strip club. <laughs> I was like, what a great guy. (laughs) What a great guy. Oh, but here's what I was going to tell you that I think is so funny. It's like when you talk about the clean thing Mm -hmm. is – so I've been doing press for Comedy Monster. And Mm -hmm. what is really interesting is Comedy Monster, really there's – I mean – You know, like the past. I have a joke in my in my new hour that I'm touring with now about how he ran out of food, meaning me, Mm -hmm. three specials ago. Like I I didn't really talk about food, in this special. No, and but in interviews, people have been like, you know, it was so great the food material in Comedy Monster, and I'm like, and I don't want to be a dick and be like, (laughs) there wasn't any, but like I'm so associated with it, they just
1: assume. Where well, you lie. talk about being chubby in it. So. Yeah, and then
0: there's the, the cat calling other people's food in a
1: restaurant. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but you you, th- you think that's a, a a process of them wanting to, like, you're known for that? Like, they, they want you to talk about it? I think it's similar to the clean thing in that,
0: because mm. uh, what I, w- I thought you were going to say is that, No matter what we talk about, we're known as the clean guys, Mm -hmm. that it's always clean, you know, like, it's very safe. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know in one special I talked about cancer. Right. And, you know, it was, like, maybe five minutes on it, and it was, you know, um, because it it affects everyone, Mm -hmm. right? But, like there was still like people like, yeah, clean comedy. And I'm like, really? That's clean comedy? Talking about how we're all going to die of cancer? Right. <laughs> how like, you know, when you hear about a... Gra- I mean, this is before COVID. Now everyone's grandpa dies from COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, but even like in... Even when you, in in Comedy Monster, there's one joke. I, forgive me, because I forget what it was. But at the end, you're like, and then we murdered her <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or something like that, right? Right, yeah. And I was like... And it was like, that's, that's, it doesn't get darker than that. <laughs> but it's, I think it's the whole
0: package, right? It's mm-hmm. because I look like, I used to have a joke about looking like John Tash. Now people don't even know who John Tash is. <laughs> but because we <clears throat> look a certain way. Yeah. And I think because people know that we are not the type that are out there murdering mm-hmm. hookers. Not that <laughs> right. other comics are, <laughs> yeah. but. I don't know. It's weird. I'm yeah. sure it's an advantage. Don't you feel though that it
1: kind of it's kind of lost its um it it's not so much a talking point as it was earlier? I think it's it's definitely
0: diminished mm-hmm. but it's still it's like I think people are I think people are lazy. Yeah. And it's you know, I'm also grateful when I get press, so it's like if they're going to say something. Right. And, you know, you you know, when we first started, there weren't many articles, and still when we tour, people yeah. uh, will, like, it'll be like, here's the act, and then they just list your <laughs> jokes. You're like, could you not do that? <laughs> right, yeah. And they're like, that's the article. It's just <laughs> listing your <laughs> jokes. Yeah. You're like, all right, that's not an article, but... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but... So, the, yeah, I think it's shifting a little bit, but I think that, I mean, we are a culture where we like new, right? Mm-hmm. We always like new stuff, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I do. I do
1: honestly feel pretty good when you'll I'll be signing books at the end or whatever, and some a a, a whole family will come up. Oh yeah, you know, like the parents and then the thirteen-year-old kid and and his fourteen-year-old sister and and they all just had a great time and they're like oh yeah like like i do feel really good about that, that yeah, no. because it's yeah. because it's hard to it's hard to write that stuff and be funny so that all those people are into you and wanting to show up like you know that's i allow myself to pat myself on the back at that moment like that this shows that it it kind of pays off
0: yeah i mean i you know there is part of me that feels like it is, I believe comedians kind of do what they do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do the style of right. comedy that we're going to do. Sure. And we're going to get the criticism or the credit. Mm-hmm. But I know as a parent, mm-hmm. you know, when you finally have, I mean, I've got, I don't know how many kids at this point. <laughs> I think it's 12. No, but um, there is like, you know, find, finding a family movie, you go through them. <laughs> yeah. you're like ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know because there's you know because I have nine and ten year olds and I also have a 17 year old so now I'm like alright we can watch Dune everyone in, in on Dune <laughs> yeah. so like to your point yeah, there is something where I I also really appreciate it because there is stuff that you want to watch and you want everyone to be able to enjoy it yeah, yeah. and I, I and also like it when I'm at a show and there is the uh, the teenage kid and then mm-hmm. maybe
1: an uncle. I'm like,
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Because they obviously have varying opinions.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. And it, you know, if you're talking about stuff that comes from a family, everybody's been in a family at every aspect of it. Yeah. So it's not like you're just talking to to parents, right? Let me talk because this is the only you know we're pals and stuff, but you never get to really ask these questions when we're yeah. just hanging out, but. Uh, you are so prolific and you you are well, I mean you, you crank out uh, but you're prolific too yeah but um, this is about you okay. and I, <laughs> but it's also about me <laughs> but you, I, how do we do uh, it but, <laughs> but I <laughs> but I feel like uh, I feel like you have um, you gave me advice to start getting into writing books yeah. and I really do enjoy it yeah Um but there is a lot of time like you are, there's a, you know, your book, your, both your books are joke heavy. There's not, there's not a paragraph that goes without a laugh. I mean, there's very few. Um, but now that you're, you've kind of been spit out of that and you, you've got the, uh, you know, you act and stuff, but you got the show out of your system. You went through that. Um, do you feel like you're in a place where, uh, you can just focus on the act and then all your writing gets poured yeah, into it's that. It's so interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, it
0: is like, because obviously the task of writing a book, which is essays, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, a novel. Yeah. But, um, and it is managing your time, right? 100%. But I do feel as though um, it shifts so much because having done a show, and I'm saying this because you've gone through this, Mm -hmm. or having written a book and be like, I'm going to do another one. Uh There is something, and there are certain skills that you you bring to those things Mm -hmm. and also certain things that you acquire from those that you bring into your act. Yeah. That I, you know, I feel as though, like, writing stand-up – and how I write it's changed so much mm-hmm. I don't know about you. It's like I remember waking my wife up to like, oh, come on, we gotta come up with more bacon jokes uh-huh <laughs> and now it's when I'm doing a couple nights in a row that's when I feel like I'm writing the most uh-huh is because i'll do a set I'll kind of think about it, and then it's some of it's mm-hmm. writing, but it's a lot of it's on stage, kind mm-hmm. of. I talk with uh, Ted Alexandro a lot, um, right. and then, but like that's also the coming up with the stand up is pretty rewarding. So like, I love acting, and so like the forced hiatus because I think that stand ups need a forced. They you can't solely yeah. stand up right. So whether it's a podcast, whether it's writing mm-hmm. a book, I think it's healthier for your act to have other outlets
1: yeah but but while i'm doing those other things a lot of times i'm thinking imagine if i could just take all of this and put it all towards the act yeah but you know it's also weird
0: because it's like it's like the um it's stand-up is so self-assignment right mm -hmm. and but i mean i this is me being a total comedy nerd uh-huh. but like i think that there's i have this theory that there's how often i just uh, there's a theory on how long people want a show to be uh uh-huh. uh i don't know in the podcast world how long it's supposed to be but i my gut is that people want to see an hour and 15, maybe an hour and a half of a show. Right, That's my opinion. Yeah, I, there are I comics agree. that have like three openers and then they do two hours. <laughs> to me, that seems insane. Yeah.
1: But, I start feeling bad about everybody that has, has a life and has yeah. to go back home.
0: <laughs> and so, but like, I feel like then there's like, how often do they want new stuff from you? So mm-hmm. we know when we go to austin or tucson yeah that there's an unspoken agreement you're going to come with new material mm-hmm. but do they want a special what kind of frequency so we know in like the british culture it's a new hour every year which yeah is a little bit i don't think america wants that and i think it's also determined well, by style
1: yeah yeah i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna be Packed with as many jokes as we have an hour every year is, you know, you can get to the hour, you can get to 60 minutes, but is yeah. it the packed 60 minutes that you want And you, you got people? And there's people? like, there's
0: also, it's like baking or growing something. Yeah. You have to, um, you have to let it like, it's so weird because like we write these chunks Mm-hmm we put them away, and then there'll be this new infusion of an idea six weeks later right. that will shrink it <laughs> or, or expand it. And yeah. so, yeah, there is something about, and that's always shifting mm-hmm. about how often and when they want to see it. Like I think that topical political can be every year. Mm-hmm. I think that um, super outrage. Uh can it has to be like once every three years oh yeah and even
1: then you're done after two super caustic (laughs) yeah
0: super caustic it is um and we have friends that are really good at this and i'm not making this rule. i'm just saying no it's true
1: because you watch people who have that real anger thing and then they run out of the anger thing and it's like it's, it's, you can't, that. you can't be as mad about crayons as you were about the government in your first one. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, or like, I think it's special doses of it
1: too. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: It's, but I don't know. I mean, I think that like for observ Seinfeld gets so mad when I use these terms <laughs> uh, for observational guys like you and I, uh-huh. I kind of feel that the material tends to be evergreen,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: I feel as though it could be every year or every year and a half.
1: I don't know. Well, you've been on, you've been on an every year schedule well, with, uh, pretty much, right? Yeah.
0: But um it's weird because there is like comedy monster a lot of people are like oh this one's so much better than the last couple. <laughs> I'm like, well, the last one was like I was doing a special about Canada. I was doing a special about Spain. It was a weird project, right? But I do hear like, and so some of the material really could bake, mm-hmm. which is pretty important, right? Right. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. But go back to the when you're freed up. Uh, oh yeah, when being, you're freed when you're f- up, w- focusing purely when on you're the freed act. Up, is that a fantasy? Because is it a fantasy that oh now i'm just well remember when we had day jobs and you're like what if i didn't have a day job i would wake up and i'd start
0: writing (laughs) right exactly and And then um, you have the freedom and you don't (laughs) it's so weird because also there's the balancing act of you need to live your life so you have material right but that doesn't mean you shouldn't perform because Mm -hmm. for me like when the you know the first year and a half of this (laughs) pandemic i mean i did a couple of drive-in shows but i didn't really write Mm -hmm. i mean i did the cbs sunday commentaries yeah but i don't feel like i do think that writing other things to answer your question Mm -hmm. is important it keeps the the machine oiled
1: right yeah
0: but It's weird. I mean, I love acting, and I'll work on... Sometimes it's usually a week. Sometimes it's three weeks. You know, I worked on a movie where it was four months, but... Yeah.
1: I almost feel like those forced hiatuses are good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. I do. I always come back to... I really do have this suspicion that it's a fantasy. Like if like you could just yeah. throw everything else out, you don't have to do anything else and you could just pour all that into the act. I don't I think it would be minimal how much faster the act grows than the way we're doing it yeah. as busy buddies.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think there is um there is something about um, cuz there obviously there's people that can I mean, I think Dane Cook did like two specials. Louis done two specials in a year. Mm-hmm. There are people that can do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's also I think um, again people that are talking about politics or topical stuff or tabloid stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the topics are delivered to you, but like when you're talking autobiographically and observational, you know, it's pretty hard to harvest that stuff. Yeah. And you, yeah. It, you it, also it. go through it, like yeah. You're, you're like, I've talked about my family. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to, you know. Like I almost feel like in Comedy Monster, I'm like, you know, I was a little bit complaining about my wife. Like I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go that far, right? Like you want to be the, and you know, I yeah. see it in your comedy. You want to be the the cynical people we are, but you also sure. don't want to be this cliche of like, oh, yeah, this bag. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When the reality is, is they're yeah. probably looking at us like this deck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. As much as you can couch it with, we've been in this for 22 years. Everything's great. I love this thing, but, and then you complain about something that yeah. you do together. And it's like, you yeah, you don't want
0: to, you, you know, because it's, it's just like any other joke. You don't want to hear the wrong laugh. You don't want to be like, no, that's not mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm not saying that.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, there's, it's yeah. weird how people don't realize that you have to rewrite stuff. You're like, no, th- my point is mm-hmm. I'm not doing an eighth grade homophobic thing. I'm actually, that's
1: not the point I'm <laughs> right. trying to say. Yeah, you know, lem-
0: people are like, yeah, <laughs> right. and you're like, no, that's, that's, I'm going to rewrite that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? Th- do you have any stuff from early on that that went out into a special that you would have rewritten? I mean, not just from.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, it's so uh, we weren't really, yeah, I mean, giving I, it to people even at that time. But
0: no, I mean, there's look, there's stuff that I've done that. Um, it's so weird. We you know, during the pandemic we did this thing um uh called Dinner with the Gaffigans, which started what, as this the we YouTube had friends thing? that were at home and we were like, you know what, we'll just do dinner and we'll see if we, <laughs> they can watch. And then it turned into this fundraising thing. And then it was kind of like, Oh, this is good for our kids to like we're we're eating dinner, but we're actually we're talking about helping people and and that kind of, looking back, we did it too long, uh-huh. it was like, you know, there was a lot of benefit. But like, in some ways, it's like, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to put your kids in that
1: position. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, having so, a, like
1: a production schedule and well, or having to be like, you know, on camera. We were just
0: having dinner and like, it's just a lot to ask. But like, yeah. I think that it was <laughs> well intended. But like, yeah. that's one of those things where, and like, I'm sure there's probably going to be people that are like, I love dinner with the immigrants. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was good. And it was kind of good to keep us. In the chaos of the pandemic, we're, yeah. we're going to have dinner at six p.m. Eastern every night, and we're going to do it live, and yeah. we're going to talk about like, you know, the conversations you would have. But it's a little bit too exhibitionist for me, right? Yeah, do you know what I mean, it's no, hundred percent.
1: So it's just not in my thing. Does Jeannie get uncomfortable if you put the kids forward on stuff? I Cynthia's mean, always always saying yeah. like off limits. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. It's so,
0: it's so strange because there is this balance of, you know, you can talk about, I mean, I would never specify unless they're okay with it. Like at the end of Comedy Monster, there's a bit about my son, Michael and Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and I asked, I mean, he's 10, you know, but I also know that like, (laughs) he's not going to be, I can't believe you told that story. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But there's, it's a slippery slope, because there is mm-hmm. almost kind of along the thing where, and I have friends, the, the, you know these same people, where they'll yeah. put like a peach over the kid's face. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, all right, that's just, and that's fine, because that's their boundary, right, right? Right, right, And But like there is part of me that's like, some of these friends, I'm like, yeah. All right. I understand you being protected, but like you do discuss eating ass in your stand <laughs> You know what I mean? So like, right.
1: I, you know, yeah, everyone's making it up. We're all making it up as we go along. But yeah, that's a very good point.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. Like the concept <laughs> that we're even
1: parents is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's i mean it seems like i guess because we've just been doing it long enough where it seems like there's more it seemed like when we started having families there were very few (laughs) there was like there was nobody was yeah of our of our peers were yeah and it's like but i think in the long run cynthia asked me that actually she was like do you think it would have been much different if if you hadn't had a family if like your stand-up or whatever and uh I was like, yeah, it would have been worse. You know, like... Oh, yeah. I would have been worse. I mean, some people are okay as like a single unit. Yeah. I'm not that guy. I don't... I would... Who knows what I would have been talking about? Who knows what I would have been spending my time on in between shows? You know what I mean? Like, it gave me structure and it gave me like perspective on the world. And, I mean, it was... It's everything. I don't understand... I, I really think I would have been worse off. That was good. Now let's try it one more time. Make okay. it more believable. <clears throat> I felt. Yeah, um,
0: I maybe a maybe a it, little. bit. it was my eye. It was my donor. No, no, it is.
1: <laughs> one, time, my <laughs> now, one time, I love my daughters. One time, the first time I did the Tonight Show, I I did with Leno, and I came yeah. off to the side and sat next to him, and um, he was like, well, "That was really funny." He goes, and, he, and we're talking a little bit, and he goes, "You have you, you got kids?" And I was like, yeah, I've got a kid and another one on the way. He was like, oh. And he looked away. He was just like, oh, too bad. I thought you were going to be a success. Oh, no. <laughs> it was well, that, that kind that's of how, feel. Well, that's how you kind of interpreted it. But I yes. remember. I remember. Like, ah. Or maybe he just didn't have anything to talk about. But I definitely yeah. got the feeling it was, oh, that's too bad. When
0: I see, like, I hear that <laughs> and I would interpret it as he didn't go down that path yeah i mean that's just i wasn't there. and he's the host of the tonight show and he is well it's like i think you know the the ambition thing is such a strange monster right mm-hmm. it's but like there's also the <laughs> um the the whole thing of like i remember when i was uh, at the comedy cellar so it was like 25 years ago <laughs> and Ray Romano was like, this is before he got a show before he really broke through Yeah, and he was the married guy with right. kids and yep. I remember thinking that poor guy <laughs> that poor guy <laughs> is married with kids he's trapped <laughs> like I literally would think like, that poor guy, he lives in Queens <laughs> He dri- He has a car. He's going home after this. He the drives set. <laughs> home. Oh, I'm right. And he was like one of the best comedic minds. And I'm like, it's such a loss. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and It was just like, and so yeah. like, but like uh, the the ambition yeah. thing is that. Was there a moment during your career where you were like, "There's," I I describe it. There's always these moments where. I call it kind of the Wizard of Oz moment where you yeah. look behind the curtain you're like, "Oh, sh- this is what this is it." And this yeah. is not a criticism of <laughs> Just for Laughs, but I remember the first time I got I went to Just for Laughs. Yeah, I because uh, I ended up doing Letterman and I didn't do New Faces. I don't think mm-hmm. until I did it. I you know I ended came up in after yeah yeah. And so, but it was something I always wanted to go yeah. to Montreal and I got to Montreal and I'm like, Oh, there's just, yeah. it's just a bunch of comedians. Like I imagine <laughs> there was like sign here and get you a bag of money. And then you, yeah. <laughs> there's a conveyor belt, Tom Cruise is in that room. And um, there are so many yeah. of these moments. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I did <laughs> Letterman and my brother flew in and I had a friend who uh, had put me in a commercial and I was like, This is great. And it was a big night for me and everything. But like, there was part of me that was like, well, what do I do now? Because that was Mm -hmm. my only goal. Right, right. Was to do Letterman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy. (laughs) I know. And then you're like, oh, all right. Right. I I heard something, I'm going to butcher the quote, but it was was, uh, something about that wisdom is knowing what not to worry about. Oh wow. And I really am feeling that now because when you're younger and running yeah, equal energy in every part of what you have to do, the writing, the touring, the getting to the thing, the talking to the interviews, that yeah. And now you're like, all right. I know I'm going to keep it all quiet until it's time to do the run through for the show and then go out and do the thing and that's where and then the editing after the show is going to yeah, be yeah, the thing yeah. that is going to be really important. You know what I yeah. mean? It's kind of yeah. like when you would watch Michael Jordan, not to compare us to Michael Jordan, but, <laughs> but when you would watch somebody who had experience in the game and you're like, why isn't he running back on defense? He's like, he's pacing himself. Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows where he's valuable. He knows when he has to hit. He knows yeah. how to spend his energy. And I feel like that's the big difference from now, like all those moments that you're saying, like that, were like you kind of like punctured the balloon. You also were learning, like, oh, that's perspective. It's, yeah. It's not that big and weighty. Yeah. You know, it is
0: just, it's amazing how I guess I am generally a naive person, but like I look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> like, I had this opportunity. So, i did letterman i got a development deal and then um uh the show welcome to new york right and um and the executive producer guy was like hey they want to take all credit for the concept you came up with and i was like yeah that's all right i don't care right (laughs) And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I just want to be on I'm just grateful to have a show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. And <laughs> then um, they're like, they don't want you in the writer's room. I'm like, well, that's all right. I'll be busy acting. <laughs> but uh, can I give ideas? They're like, they're definitely open to ideas.
1: <laughs> they never took a
0: single idea. <laughs> right. And it was just yeah, one of those things. And I know you had different experiences with your show. Yeah, but, but similar. Like, it's like it's- But you're like, wow. Like... It's just so strange how like people don't realize these comedians these 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 people that if you say don't say turd they'll <laughs> go out there and say turd are also the same people that have been eating so much shit that from comedy managers comedy clubs and all the comedy club managers yeah that if you were to take away all their toys, they'd be like, okay, that's all right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's a very they're strange little, thing. They're little like, t- there's yeah. this rugged individual, Yeah. but then they're like, oh, I don't get paid? That seems to make sense. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so, like, how is the same person who has the gumption to go on stage yeah. doesn't have
1: the gumption to say, no, no, that was my idea? Well, you think it comes from the vulnerability that we have just in the pureness of what we do. Like, I remember I did the, like, as a comedian, you, you're always filled with self-doubt. You always, if it's confident, you're standing in a room yeah. with 800 There's people. There's no guarantee it's gonna work. There's no guarantee it's gonna work. And you pull it off, and it goes great. Yeah. And it, you still, when you get back to your room, are like, huh. Yeah. Was it how was it? How do that? I make it better? I came off, I, I did the, you've done this, the um, Michael J. Fox Yeah, Uh, foundation thing that he does in New York every year, and uh, I think we were there at the same time actually. Yeah, yeah. And um, I went up on stage and I did my thing, and it went really well. Yeah. And I came off and I was like, "Uh." and uh, Katie Couric was on the side because she was hosting or doing something, and she was like, that was great. And I was like, was it? And she hit me. She, like, slapped me and goes, you comedians are all the same. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. but there that's is, so the, And I think that that, to your point, I think it's not only the abuse of all the managers and stuff. I think it's purely, it's an insane thing that we're doing. It is an insane thing. But also, I would say,
0: at events like that, which that's an amazing event, is that... You're also performing for people that spend $200,000 for a table. Mm -hmm. And so they're not the, you know, like, it's not like your Tucson audience. Right. And it's not a comedy club audience. Yeah. Some people don't even like comedy. (laughs) Some people are there and they're, you know, it's not ideal for stand-up. So you're not going to hear the same laughs. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that, like, hearing is the, like, I did a show where was that? I did the Melrose improv last night uh-huh it's just it it was like a different because it wasn't full capacity right it's like oh no you know what it was uh-huh. it was I did Kimmel uh-huh and you know late night shows they're usually you can tell you're like <laughs> but that didn't work but that worked mm-hmm. and that didn't work it was all like that didn't work that didn't work that didn't work because <laughs> hearing the sound Right. But you know, the weird thing is like I, I also have a theory that all you know com- comedians, it's like you know, Katie Couric, who is so nice and all this stuff. Yeah. Um she doesn't understand that every single conversation everyone's had in the entertainment industry because she's a journalist yeah. is a lie so every time like we're buddies we've been buddies forever but like most people that you meet and they say i'm a fan in your head you're like probably not <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> know what I mean? it doesn't and there's a difference between that being low self-esteem and that just being the experience like i, I remember there was a time when i um i realize because people in the entertainment industry are so responsive Mm -hmm. to i really love your stuff like who did i say it to i i do it too Uh and um they're so they're they they light up like a a, to Uh compliment right that that's just like a necessary thing like i like when i would if i met someone now i know yeah to say that but before Um, i would be like hey how you doing ben affleck like i wouldn't know to be like really loved this and that and and that's not to say that he needs it but i'm just saying he's been getting that for 25 years yeah so if that's absent he would think this guy doesn't think i'm
1: right (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, it's like, he's like, I directed a movie that won an Academy Award. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. It does. We're very sensitive creatures. Yes. So, you know, Ben is, even though, and this is the thing, like, I haven't met anybody who, I see it on social media sometimes, and I'm like, God, do they really believe that, like when they have like a slow motion camera following them out to the stage and they're like, you know, getting on the jet and they're just like, it's just nothing but pure ego and confidence. And I think there are a couple of those that are that way, but you know, from acting and being around yeah. the huge stars and stuff, most people are still like, am I any good? Yeah. And I think that's okay. I think that's what makes you work harder. That makes you keep searching. Yeah. You know, I think I think people are surprised that there's self-doubt because you yeah. are the guy standing up there in this theater and doing this thing. It seems like, well, he's confident, but then you in your quiet moments. It's like, if you didn't have any doubt, you wouldn't try and write a better joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's,
0: that's a huge
1: thing. Right? Do you think the guys on Instagram are, <laughs> do you think they really believe it? You know, the guys who have like oh. the
0: huge, I don't know. I think that's a cultural thing. I think that is um, a status thing. It's kind of like the people that have uh, hubcaps with diamonds on it. It's like, (laughs) you're like, I look at it, I'm like, that's insane. And they're like, did it. And you're like, good for you, buddy. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: like, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, like, you see someone with, like, a giant watch for $200,000. <laughs> Got this watch, 8000 hey, 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 You know, it's... <laughs> but I think that's...
0: Uh, I think that's... Uh, and when I say cultural, I mean, like, their family culture. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, every person of this nationality.
1: I mean, like, kind of... No, the greed culture. It's, it's kind of the greed culture. It's, it's, it's the American making it culture. Yes,
0: it's like there's yeah.
1: the... the um.
0: You know, like, there's... I remember there was a story that, like... You know, it used <laughs> to be pretty standard that mm-hmm. uh, s- oh, some performers, famous music, singers, would only want to arrive in a limousine wherever they went. Right. <laughs> Which, I'm like, that would be... I would hate that. I would hate that. Do you too. know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just like, every now and then you'll do a show in, like, Reno, and they'll sound in a limbo, and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> are we, we time-traveling uh. here? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so... But I don't know <laughs> there's also people that I think it's interesting. The people that travel in packs. Yes. Like, so, all right. So you did Austin, and so you didn't have an opener Omicron stuff. Mm-hmm. But and, it was just you. And
1: just me. It was just you. Just See, that's me. the weird. It was a little weird. I literally felt. I literally had a bit. I was like, I don't. I don't know if this is wise. Like well, I was like should I bring Joey with me <laughs> just to walk have someone to walk in case something happens like you know what I mean like yeah like that well, but, but, I, but but yeah. but back to the the, yeah. the pack part of it too is I don't want a ton of people
0: I think it's fascinating some people they bring their crew yeah and I'm kind of like all right again it's not me yeah is there, but like, I'm like, the, who's paying for their hotel? No, they're, <laughs> no, the person's paying. And, but the thing <laughs> is that I sometimes wonder is what is the value in it that I'm not seeing? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like, so I'm touring right. and, and I have a tour manager, which my, I don't pay for because I'm the cheapest man on earth. <laughs> and, um, but I mean, it's so invaluable. So yeah. he does the sound check. He does all this right. stuff. It's like he calls ahead. An and so. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand like having my buddy Bob who's just there <laughs> <laughs> eating Give chips. Me a pack of cigarettes, Bob. Like I don't <laughs> Bob's just But there are people. There's some but Bob's just eating. Dip. I don't want you know it's like it's I don't want to sound like I'm judging people. It's just But then again, I also <laughs> No, it's a my, different way. Yeah. My pack is my family. Right. Like I'm like like, all right, I'm doing shows in Hawaii, everyone's going, you know. I mean, obviously it wasn't planned, but
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. But like that's expensive. It's, a, all the, it's, a, it's a ton. Yeah. All those plane tickets there. and get oh my god. I
0: mean, then again, some of the people we're talking about are doing multiple arenas in different cities. Yes. So they yes. can afford it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I'm also but there's also those guys that who've been doing that before they got to arenas. They just always moved in packs. Yeah, right. They just like having all those all those people. And I guess it's like there was a. You're not going to get in trouble, right? No. Well, I don't know, (laughs) but there was there was definitely there was a, and I've done this a couple weekends now, like recently, where I was just solo. Yeah. There's something so present. It's. I mean, to the point, and this sounds a little psychotic, but where I'm not talking about what do you want for breakfast, what time are we going to meet at the elevator, what time are we going to, like, even just that small stuff, just being backstage, yeah, it's purely me and my notebook, my jokes, and all all, the only thing I can think about is the show. It's all moving towards the show. But aren't
0: you obsessed also with, like, all right, we ran through how we're going to do the lighting when I walk out, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like there is a lot of that. Like, remember when I said we we're going to bring down the lights, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, you know, like so you have to do some of I'm that. I'm doing all of that. You're doing all of that.
1: All of that. I would that that part would be helpful, and having someone uh, help out with like the book signing and that yeah. all those little details. Yeah. But I'm talking just purely artistically about performing and doing the show. Yeah. There's something, there was something, and maybe this is just a reset, you know, because we're coming back and touring again like that. But there's something so pure about, I don't know, it feels like like, a, like a, a singer-songwriter out on his own in a way. Like, it's just all, there's nothing that's going to happen from the time I leave the house until I come back on Sunday that is going to be anything but the act and did you, so you
0: would get delivery or sometimes you would go out?
1: Because that's another I don't thing. go out when I'm alone. Um, I get food and bring. Well, the Omicron too is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just get takeout and bring it to the room or room service. Yeah. You know. It is isolating. I don't think I could continue like this. It's but there's something to do, it, to do it two days. Because I do that when I do corporates. Right. You know, those are essentially. Really weird, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I love when
1: Ryan when Ryan Hamilton posts him and his posse. He's like at at corporate gigs. It's always really. It's always like because they always. There's never a green room. It's just the banquet room with one table and your rider stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just has his has his his blazer over a chair. Oh yeah. He's like killing it. (laughs) 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 When you're just thinking, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Now those.
0: Those, those corporates are fascinating.
1: So when you go, your posse is your tour manager who's running running the show. Yes. And then your opening act, opening act. And the,
0: and that'll vary. That's uh Ted Alexandro or Todd Glass. Right. But mostly Ted, but like Ted now has two small kids so there was Right. The balance. you know, and I'm sure you had to reschedule. I had to reschedule all these shows so Yeah. Uh, September October uh, November and December were pretty crazy. And yeah. then I was, that's why I was like, uh, I'm not doing much during January.
1: Right? Yeah. No, that was smart. It is so nice to be back out though. You know, the other thing I really admire about when you do go out and your specials, uh, they always look fun. They always look like, a, like they your marketing of it. your the posters that go oh, with thanks. it. The, the titles of it. You seem yeah. to be really, you put some thought into all of it. It yeah, doesn't seem like, I do
0: like, think that like, that you know with this pandemic we just want to have fun like i always Mm -hmm. and i know that you and i have discussed this it's like when people come to a show it's not just about hearing laughs it's like these people it's not just about the money it's about like it's the value of time it's like look well we're selling (laughs) Is fun. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, look, there's Burt Kreischer fun. You can have that fun. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to laugh. Yeah. And, and so, like, there is... I mean, I learned that pretty early on. That, like, it was... Um, as much as I enjoy it, it's like people you know, it's a, it's a doing a theater, as you know, mm. it's like such a great setting for it. It's like, yeah. it's like we're adults here. Right. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I'm not competing with chicken fingers. <laughs> right. And then, um, so there is something about that night out Yeah. that, and, and, you know, a lot of us, you know, it's like, if you got kids or if you're like, <laughs> I mean, half the people are switching occupations, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's pretty precious, not only monetary. It's timing, yeah,
1: right? You exactly. I mean? Oh, I'm always shocked that people are getting in their cars and yeah. driving and finding a parking space and coming and sitting oh my down. Gosh. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There's a lot. It's there's crazy. a lot going on there. Crazy. So, uh, so you're not going to go Panette style. So you lost 25 pounds when you were yeah I was in the out pandemic. Day. You were working out a lot.
0: Do you got an Apple Watch? I went. Mm-hmm. I think 200. Maybe three hundred days straight. Of some workout? Hitting all my fitness goals. Wow. I mean, on an Apple Watch it's like thirty minutes. Yeah. So which <laughs> it's I still good though. Thirty minutes is good. But like, you know, like if you're walking through an airport, you're like, did it? I don't have to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I mean, love you, when the Apple Watch because you don't walk in LA at all, and yeah. then I get to New York, and my Apple Watch is like, "Are we working out right now? <laughs> Should I clock this? <laughs> <laughs> are you having a heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> Just walked fifty feet. <laughs> yeah. Are you everything okay? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you in a swimming pool? <laughs> but didn't you feel like you were working out? Because I started dialing it in too during that time. It was for my mental health more than it was trying to lose weight. Yeah, and I, I just think, felt less stressed.
0: Yeah, and I think also there was, um, you know, COVID hit fat people.
1: Uh, right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so I was you like... You have a very funny run on that in the special. You know,
0: it's like they didn't want to say it on the news, <laughs> but like they're like, that was the subtext. Like, <laughs> fatties, we're, you, it's it's you. <laughs> it's coming for you. <laughs> it's you, and we're like, how fat? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Not so, like me fat. <laughs> and so... Um, yeah, but like obviously, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's weird is mentally, I think comedians. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went from getting a pretty consistent dose of I don't know what do we call it—dopamine or whatever. Yeah, or affirmation. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like what? Yeah. So I had those CBS Sunday commentaries and. Mm-hmm. But I found it, did you write stand-up during the lockdown? Like, yeah, two months. Like, there was part of me, it's like, yeah. oh, we're probably going to die. I'm not going to waste the energy.
1: Yeah. No, it was hard. Yeah. Someone was talking about that. Like, it was, it's hard to create when you think your life is at stake. Like, we didn't know which way it was going to go. It was hard to, like, just sit and noodle around. But I started getting some shows up
0: oh yeah you were doing uh you were out here so now you can go outside yeah,
1: you can go outside and i had this big warehouse space my buddy greg grunberg had and uh we did some shows there so it, little things but it wasn't like preparing same. it was yeah it was like it was just let's just, like, just like, we're get through on it stage yeah right yeah. exactly exactly yeah. it took a while to start writing again yeah because yeah you didn't really know where you were headed yeah, I did some of those drive-in shows where it was just like... every yeah. Even
0: people in the audience were like... <laughs> right? You know, it's just like, we're yeah. like...
1: <laughs> we're having fun, right? This, this is fun. This is good, right? Are we going to die? Are we going to die? You know, like, it's just like... Yeah, that's the whole. Well, all of life was that. It was yeah. like a version of what we used is to do. Is it worth it? Yeah.
0: Is it worth it? And you're like, I guess so. You know?
1: I know, but I'm sitting on a curb. <laughs> it's freezing. I'm
0: sitting in a car. They were playing the audio of the show on the radio because some people didn't feel comfortable with having the windows down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Flashing that. lights was laughter.
1: Uh, I'm so glad. I didn't do one of those.
0: Yeah. I think
1: I didn't do any of the um, Zoom shows. Did you do those? I did a couple of those. How was that? It was weird. It,
0: you could hear the feedback, though?
1: Well, that was it. If you could hear it, it was okay. Yeah. If you couldn't, it was crazy town. It was, you just needed, and it really was like, you know, because when we started, how many shows did you, most of our career was in front of 10 or fewer people, yeah, and, yeah. and now it was like, uh, so I was like, you know, all right, we've been playing bigger shows recently, but give me 10 people. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. let me hear some laughs. Give some rhythm. I'll have an idea, and when there was none, it was like, all right, this is, this is, I'm not doing this again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talk about like those corporate shows which I know you do, it's like, it's so weird because you hear a certain laugh mm. and then there might be a setting where it's like, all right, the setting's going to influence it. But like some mm. corporate shows, they're like, they don't laugh at all. And then they're like, you're amazing. And you're like, <laughs> I think I bombed. Yeah, and they're right. like, no, you were great. We don't laugh. We just <laughs> right. don't laugh. Right. You're you have like, no you idea. You you're like, this is... <laughs> We're in Seattle, Washington. There's no reason why you wouldn't laugh. No, we don't. We just don't laugh.
1: And you're like, What is this a corporation of? We're the corporation of not laughing. <laughs> right. It's so strange. Well when they're all together in a work in the work setting. Yeah. You no, know, who is funny, you know, yeah, the pars set <laughs> kinda of low. When you can actually have a good one of those Oh, those are amazing. those are amazing. Those Well, are great. I call
0: corporates they you know, you get paid well for them but like they can also be the the opposite of writing like Mm -hmm. you can you're like well that's not gonna make it and when (laughs) if if you had done it in the show you would have been like there would have been some sprout of life out of it (laughs) right you're like nope (laughs) done done with that (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: all right well this was so great you have to take the bread home oh yes
0: definitely
1: you can take the donuts too no i can't you can you're going you have it's yeah you have to feel this this it's still warm it's yeah
0: so is it so it's still kind of doing like the yeast yeah in
1: it's there? it's this is why this bread is healthier than you'll have in like the market right now it's still baking itself and it's still breaking down the sugars wow. that are in the bread so it's not going to be like when you when people say like you know bread is the biggest evil yeah Depends what it depends. What you have yeah, in
0: Rogan it. was t- telling me about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The um. So I know it's true. Yeah. No. The, <laughs> so how often? I know you enjoy making these. Yeah, and I do love you. Do, how often do you eat it? All the time. All the time, and you will eat it with what? Butter, olive oil.
1: Uh, most of the time, before I do the radio show in the morning, I'll have coffee, and then uh, I'll have a piece of toast with butter on it. That's like, the, that's like the simple, really nice version of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Butter. I should have brought you butter. Uh, no, I'll get some for- <laughs> from room service. I'm just going to be like... Oh, okay. Yeah, just tear it. You're not going to have a great knife there. No, You're not I gonna think have a good I'm going to bring it home. You, could just, you can just um, do it with your hands. It'll bring stay for bread. a while. It'll stay for Thank a bit.
0: Jesus. This is like... He broke this bread. <laughs>
1: Comedy monster. Comedy monster. You are a comedy monster. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. You are, too. It was uh, This was really nice. So sometimes you do the booze. Once in a while, we'll crack open the wine, but it really changes the day.
0: And how do you drive home after that?
1: Uh, I don't. You'll do an Uber. I'll just sleep here. What? I'll just lay down, and then they what wake me up. What set is
0: that one over there?
1: I don't know. There's Probably. all these
0: different sets. You're like, I'd like this to look... Was the design for this set, it's like... I'd like it to look like a restaurant that went out of business.
1: <laughs> Jim, don't criticize. Pandem- a pandemic restaurant. Don't criticize my set, is jerk. It, the way you say it, it actually is, this is what you'd see on the street in New York right like, now. Wh- like, what is, are there supposed to be things in here or no? We thought about putting up some, uh, some like, headshots oh, and things. Or you could put like
0: I think it should be I think you should go I think this should be a, an Italian restaurant Yeah I think it should be the Red Checker Jim it's not your show <laughs> it should be the Red
1: uh, the, and then uh-huh. this should be
0: like scenes of Italy
1: right Do you know what I mean All right Will you come back then Yeah of course All right good and
0: then and then there is like Yeah then it's then you know because it's it is capturing that's that Has chat it? you have in a restaurant.
1: Right. That's what I wanted it to be. I'm not sure. People don't like you chewing on the mic so much. That's why donuts are good, because they're nice and soft. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like maybe we sit down, start eating first. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because you don't want to hear the... Yeah, oh, people oh. get angry. So yeah. so so uh, maybe we eat a little first and then get yeah. into it. It's a work in progress. But uh, we started the whole thing... Where it was just going to be this, and it quickly went to, you can't be around human beings for a year, so it it, it got a little thrown. But I was really psyched that you were able to uh, come yeah, and sit no, at this the table. Is great. This is great. You're the best. We got it, Aaron. Thank you. All right, kids. That's the big show. Great conversation. Love Jim. Go check out his special comedy monster and then when you go to work and have to do something just turn it on again and let it play so uh everybody at netflix knows that you really love comedy monster a big thank you to to uh to jim and um aaron here at the podcast wants to thank jim as well because he left behind a good amount of donuts and uh they're going to aaron's house all right kids enjoy we'll see you next week